Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rad Rides Podcast. Today's episode is such a good time. I got to meet a man by the name of Brian Siegel. He's out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He's a German car collector. He's been in the game for a very long time. He has chosen some of the weirder cars in his collection to bring and talk about today. Uh, He brought two M3s, an E36 and an E30. He brought a Volkswagen Rabbit, which is how I met the guy. Uh, Great story behind that. You're going to want to listen to that on how I actually met him. Uh, He also brought along his GTI, all-stock GTI, that started the hot hatch trend back in the day. And then he brought a crazy road race-ready Volkswagen Scirocco. It was so much fun. We talked about a whole lot of things. At the very end, don't get pump faked. It sounds like we're going we're gonna to get off the air, but we're not actually. I totally forgot that he had a crazy DeLorean chassis built out of stainless steel. We go over there and talk about DeLoreans. We talk about how to stash cocaine in DeLoreans. Not really. We just kind of touched on the subject. But we talked about some really cool stuff after that. It sounds like I'm going to have to go back and speak with him. He has some other great cars that I'd, I'd like to interview him for. But he's a very knowledgeable car guy. He's been in the car business for a very long time. He was on television on a couple of episodes of things. So he's been around a little while. So I really look forward to this podcast, and I hope you like it. Today's episode is brought to you by Guardian Angels Medical Service Dogs. My great friend, veteran, my ex-roommate, all-around patriot, Army Captain John Kelly has been brought great comfort by his service dog ranger through the Guardian's Angels program. It costs around $22,000 to provide 500 to 2,000 hours of training per dog so that they can deal with the medical and psychological needs of their partner, and the recipients of these dogs do not pay a dime. Since the first successful pairing, Guardian Angels is very proud to have donated more than 300 wonderful service dogs with deserving veterans and others in need. Guardian Angels trains for a variety of conditions from mitigation of post-traumatic stress disorder and or traumatic brain injury symptoms to seizure or insulin alerting to mobility issues and more. Guardian Angels Medical Service Dogs is funded entirely by donation and private grant support. My buddy John and uh, Ranger, I see him all the time and it brings me great comfort in knowing that he is with him and is bringing him great comfort as well. John and Ranger are going to be with me on an upcoming episode of the podcast. Medicalservicedogs.org is where you can find them or you can get on the Rad Rides podcast website www.radrides.com under donations and charity and give there. Today's episode is also brought to you by Help Hard. Created by my friend, veteran, and Army Sergeant James Bindle, he uses monetary contributions to assist vocational technical school students with scholarships and helps boost other nonprofits in need. James was inspired by a blue-collar family while watching his parents work hard. His military and business background has taught him many things, including perseverance, leadership, integrity, and very clearly how to use a firearm safely. Uh, This is a great foundation. Uh, He continues to help the younger generation and ensure that the next round of kids will have the skills necessary to succeed. There's a serious need right now for men and women who can work with their hands in these vocational type of applications. I know if I didn't play football in college, I would have gone to a vocational school. So it's something I'm very passionate about. Check him out online at Help Hard on Facebook. Also, he also has a great Uh, Crazy Horse Coffee House here in Washington, Pennsylvania. If you're in the Washington or Pittsburgh region, please go check him out over there. He also does the local cars and coffee during the spring, summer, and fall months and does all types of stuff for the local community. 
go check him out, Crazy Horse Coffee. All right, so before we bring Brian on, please go on the website, www.radridespodcast.com. On there, you can see the full write-up and all the pictures that I took of the cars. It's going to be a little bit hard to follow because we did go back and forth between so many cars. So it would be a whole lot easier if you get on there. Again, I did a full write-up. If you have any questions, please email the podcast. Again, get on there, look at the pictures, follow along with us. And without further ado, please welcome Mr. Brian Siegel. been kind of a hell of a week um she competed today in a bodybuilding competition in south carolina okay well she also has a daughter who goes to her dad's house today okay and on top of all that tuesday was my birthday and her dog got uh sick we had to put him in the hospital sixty eight hundred dollars later he came out today so i had to, i've been running all over pittsburgh <laughs> all day long you know what i mean so it, it's been it's been a day <laughs> Sounds These like beers it. are good, and I got to go back to the dog and make sure he's good to go. You know, later on tonight and everything. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, we're live. That's it. Okay. This is, this is it. So, um, here with Brian. Last name Siegel. Siegel. <laughs> it was either Siegel or Siegel. I, I couldn't. couldn't However you want to pronounce it. Yep. It's all good. We're down here in McKee's Rocks, I guess area. That's what we call this area over here. Uh, it's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, he's got a beautiful garage down here that he stole from somebody it sounds like and made it his own uh german car collection at this point he's got a few cars here got two bmws two volt three volkswagens and uh just a lot of really nice stuff i heard you on the phone talking earlier it sounds like you've been involved with a bunch of different things as well and uh just want to say welcome thank you yeah thank you're you. our, you're my seventh episode and awesome. uh i will be the first one to say German cars are the only cars I, A, I've never owned, and B, I've never really looked into until about two years ago when I decided I should broaden my horizons. So this is a big step for me. You're probably going to teach me a whole lot more. It's all than, good. <laughs> than as what as I as know, as usually as I'm as like, oh, yeah, this, this, and this. You as know, they say, but, never stop learning, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, I started listening to another podcast, the Smoking Tire podcast, and yeah. he talks a lot about Matt, Porsches Matt. and German cars, and I was like, Okay, maybe I should get on on this. There's something, got to be something to these. You right, know what I right. mean? And then I started looking at the E30s and some of these other BMWs and some of the older Porsches, and they're reasonably priced right now. You know, if you're not going to get you know the high end M car, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but it's, even like your Rabbit here, you know, it's it's, it's I mean, a reasonably I priced mean, car. I mean, basically, I'm a child of the '80s, and uh, uh, you never would have thought growing up that these cars would be cult cars now, and they are. And um, a lot of what I have is 80s and 90s cars um, with a couple 70s thrown in for good measure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. That, perfect. I mean, that's kind of what this is all about. You know, it's about guys collecting some, like, weird off-the-kilter stuff, building some weird stuff. Uh, we've had a Saab race car on the on the podcast, which is completely strange. And I actually have a Saab in my, oh, other, there in you my, go. In my other garage. <laughs> there you go. See? Uh, and uh, the, the last episode was a guy who hand-built his own, his own exo truck. Oh, which he's been cool. to that show. And uh, the way I found Brian was, and why I love it, is because he drove his brown uh, Volkswagen Rabbit up here, which I'm going to take plenty of pictures of. Y'all can get online and look at it. And it was parked in between, I think, a Corvette ZR1 and I think a Ferrari or a Lambo on the other side. And you had no shame in pulling this thing right in the middle of those two. 
just parking it and owning it, and I and, loved and, it. And the, and the best part is watching people as they walk past, walk past those other two cars and just drop. Yes. And go, what is this? <laughs> well, I went up there just to do a quick run just to find people to talk to, and I was like, well, you know, it's a, you know, some supercar guys up there and stuff. And then, like I said, I saw this in the middle, and I'm like, I got to talk to that guy right there. That's the guy uh, that I'm looking <laughs> I, for. So. I, I like the weird stuff. I mean, I, I always say when you go to car shows and stuff like that, you can always see so many Corvettes and Camaros, and I can appreciate them still, but they start looking the same. <laughs> I, absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, when I first got into it, my, my very first you know, kind of muscle car was a Chevelle, and I went down that route because, mm -hmm. hey, man, that's that's what, you know, everybody Absolutely. liked, everybody wanted. And now that I've had some Chevelles and Novas and some of the, you know, cars of, everybody knows, now I want the weird stuff. I like yeah, the weird one of stuff. the first cars I looked at was a 68 on um, um, the, the old Cutlass, basically. Oh, Cutlass. Sa same yep. body, same body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and in fact, my uh, the, the top on my car, I think, is from an old because it, it was burned and it collapsed, so we had to put a new top yeah, the, on. It. Yeah, they're still the same body. I forget, what, I forget. A, a body. A body. That's mm -hmm. what I thought they were. I wasn't sure. So. Yep, all A body. Yeah, so yeah. on American stuff, I know some stuff, and some stuff I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, you brought a beautiful collection. I, we have two M cars here. I, I, let's start with the two M cars. Sure. Maybe then we'll go to the Volkswagens, and then I want to hear about this Sirocco you got down there because that. That's probably the weirdest out of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> it well, let's is. start with your with your M3 here, your yellow M3. Okay, so this is a 1999 BMW M3. I've, this is actually the fourth one I've had, um, all yellow. I have an addiction for yellow sports cars. Don't ask me why. Okay. <laughs> Again, like weird stuff. You and Guy Fieri. Something like that. <laughs> I'm not quite as bad as he is, but you know, I, I do have a little bit of a mixture. <laughs> for those who don't know, Guy Fieri uh, is a big car collector, and... He, he had nothing but yellow cars for a very long time. That was all he had. Yes, I've seen pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had about 10 cars, and they were all yellow. Yes, yes. Um, this particular one, I bought this off of a guy in Cincinnati in 2012. Or, I'm sorry, Columbus in 2012 um, that was an engineer. And, that, and one of the most interesting buying experiences, because I've never had anybody do this, the guy was super anal. He had a laundry list of maintenance records with the car, but he also made an appointment at the local shop to have them put the car on the lift so I could go under the wow. car and make sure that there was nothing that out of the ordinary, make sure I knew exactly what I was buying. So he was more of an enthusiast than he was a car driver. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. 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 yeah have, but now, he was also you, an engineer, so he was a little strange. So, so. he was a little, yeah, he was a little <laughs> off like that. I understand. That's yeah, fine. But, but he was a really cool guy and, you know, to, and uh, he had he had an issue. He actually had the car sold, and I had found it in Auto Trader. I had actually bought one two weeks earlier, but this one actually had options that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I called him up, and he said, "A car sold? Okay, no problem." I said, "Well, if something falls through, let me know." I said, "I I said I have cash. I can be up there any day you tell me. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to buy it." And he's like, "No, this guy's come from Chicago. Apparently, that they, they had some kind of problem." The guy from Chicago wanted to come in the middle of the night, like one or two in the morning, and he said, I'm not doing that, which I can kind of understand that. You don't know who he is. You know, he was afraid the guy's going to rob him or something, you know. I completely understand. Uh, so, I don't think I would either. Yeah, so he got mad. He actually took the car off off the Internet for sale, but he still called me. And he said, if you want the car, it's yours, but otherwise I'm not selling it. Okay. And I bought it. And you bought it, and it, it's and, gorgeous. Now, was this the... Was this the James Bond BMW, or did he have a 5 Series? No, there was a couple. Uh, I think they were using the, if you're thinking of the Timothy Dalton episode. No, I'm thinking the one with Wasn't that Pierce Brosnan. 
Wasn't that a Z8? Maybe it was a Z8. No, I thought he had a, 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 a like a Forest Green M3 in one of them. Possibly. Maybe, I don't know. I lost track. They, yeah, they've had so many, many different cars, I, I right. lose track. Uh, this particular car has currently 128,000 miles on it. Wow, this thing's which clean you would, for that. would never know. And it's been its whole life in the Northeast? Uh, as far as I know, it's spent its whole life in the wow. Northeast. Um, That's incredible. car's never been hit, to my knowledge. Um, very, very clean. Um, oh, yeah, this thing is... It's a little, a little, com, di com, a little dirty that needs backed out, but other than that. <laughs> man. Yeah, but for a car in the Northeast, you know, the salt eats these things away. Yep. Disregard, like the, disregard the missing BMW emblem that just fell off on a drive last week. Oh, no, no way. <laughs> yes, it's okay. So, it's allowed to. So, how, how old is this car? It's, it's, it's uh, 21 years old. 21 years old. It's allowed to do that. Yeah, so the new one's on order. So. Wow. I always loved the the BMW uh, motors. I always thought they made the motors look so pretty with the fend uh, on the top, even on your other M over there. I believe it has the same Absolutely. thing on the valve covers. Um, I've done very little to this car uh, or the whole time I've owned it. Um, I just had a coolant issue where I pretty much replaced everything mm -hmm. from the coolant bottle. I put an aluminum, aluminum radiator in it and uh, we replaced the water pump and pretty much the whole cooling system's been done. Uh, I just upgraded the headlights to... Uh, uh, Hella uh, Euro lights, and then I put I put in the blacked out grills and stuff like that. But other than that, uh, oh, and it's got coilovers on it. Okay, yeah, I was about to say it looks a little lower. So yeah, it does <laughs> it does have coilovers. And it um, did come with the vented uh, and slotted brakes on the front, um, or just or just I guess they're just slot. They're not they, yeah, they're just they're just slotted or they're just fed, fed, yeah yeah yeah. Um, those were on the car. I, I've okay. never done brakes on this car, so I understand. Um, did the BBSs come with this? The BBSs did not. I actually okay. bought those on eBay. It was kind of a funny story. Wow. Um, they were on there, and I kept watching them. I watched them, and they were cheap. And I was like, why are these so cheap? And, and I emailed the guy, and he said, they're not bent. I was like, okay. He had them advertised for a E46 fitment, which is the next body style up. And after I bought them, I realized that they would fit this car perfectly. And, um, and I already have wheels on my E46, so I'm like, I'm not switching those. Sure. So. Yeah, you're a car guy through and through. You got a bunch of different cars. And might, as well, <laughs> might as well mix and match, you know? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but no, this thing is, is absolutely clean. What, what made you want this specific model right here? Um, this, was the, this was the model growing up in the 90s. Um, when, when this car came to the U.S., this was the, the, the be-all car. <laughs> Okay. This was the car to beat. Right. And um, I, I used to work for a car rental agency in the, at that time when these cars were brand new. In the early 90s, uh, I think it was 95 or 96. And I remember there was a guy that actually um, had his car in for service. And, um, you know, and I made a comment to him, oh, I love your car. But he was a typical BMW owner, original owner that was just, like monotone didn't say anything <laughs> i'm like he wasn't an enthusiast let's put it that way <laughs> i understand i understand yeah i mean they're they're awesome cars i i, I got turned off of bmws when i only one time and, it, and it, it has nothing probably to do with anything with the car i used to detail cars and my buddy had a the same year as this one i believe but it was just a three series with a a uh, a convertible top on it. Okay. So I detailed his car one time and he's like, here, just threw me the keys. He's like, Hey man, if you need to move it, whatever. Uh, he said, move it, you know, and everything. So I get in it and I start it up and I start turning it and I'm like, 
man, I don't feel like this thing has any power steering fluid in it. I'm like, this thing is so hard to turn. And I, I told him when he came back, I was like, hey, man, you might want to check your power steering fluid. He's like, no, man, it, these are made to feel all that stuff. Yeah, they, they, they're made to have feedback. Right. And so when I, when, as a, you know, when I was, I was probably, I was like 23, 24 years old. I was like, man, I'll never own one of those. That's gonna be hard as hard as hell to turn in like a, a grocery store, you know, living in downtown Houston. When I, when I when I was in high school, I had a '79 old Cutlass. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, you could spin the steering wheel like this. <laughs> yes, yeah, muscle cars. I mean, you just—it's one finger. I yeah, mean, these it's one finger. Are... You spin it. These cars—they're designed for feedback. It's, you're supposed to feel the road. Yes, and as I got more mature and. and Understanding cars and everything, I'm like, oh, that's now I get it. That's why it's like that. <laughs> now I understand. I get it. But then Jen, you know, my fiance, she's like, well, maybe I want to be a BMW. I'm like, well, I'm gonna tell you right now. And she she bodybuilds and lifts, but she likes comfortable rides. I'm like, you're really gonna have to crank that wheel on that BMW. I'm just gonna let you know right now. But it's made it's made for that. And I tried to to explain it to her, and it just kind of went over her head. But. <laughs> it's all it's all good. She's like, okay, so we don't want that one. We'll go, you know, the other route. I said, okay, whatever. So yeah, th this is actually. Of my BMWs, this is the best all-around car. This is the driver. This is a true driver's car. I love the E46. It's a fast car, but it's in some respects it's too fast. And it's, okay. Um, this is just this car has pure, the the balance was perfect on this car. Yeah, um, I've heard that a lot. They um, say the balance on these things are the, just the one behind amazing. you. It was a little bit more raw, mm -hmm. but then on the same token, that's. The, these are more collector cars. You really t try not to drive them too much. Right. And so, how often do you drive? Is this your daily, or do you just no, whatever? No. You swap everything around. You don't I really have a every, daily. I swap everything around, and um, you drive it in the snow and the nope, slush. Nope, oh, okay, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. Everything gets put away for the winter. I have a 15 Passat TDI. That's my daily. I okay. Put, put studded snow tires on it. Drive all my sales rep stuff. So. Nice. So, does this one has this one appreciated since you bought it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right. It's probably doubled. Doubled so, in value. Wow. Good mm -hmm. buy for you. Yes. Good buy. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what everybody's kind of looking for. Yeah, you know, I mean, it doesn't always work out that way. I usually end up buying. I usually miss them on the low end and end up buying them on the high end. Because mm -hmm. I, I have a habit of just buying cars I like. And mm -hmm. um, sometimes I don't buy at the right time. <laughs> I have a habit of going, that's going to be worth something in like 10 years. And then I buy it and I hold on to it for two years. And then I just get my money right back out of it. And then, then like then five it, years later, it's skyrockets. <laughs> I bought a 454 SS truck uh, four years ago. Yep. I was like, oh, man, this thing's going to be worth something in like from, five years. The ones 1990. Like, okay. Yeah, the oh, those 90s. ones. The Silverado. I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. The short bed single cab 454 SS. They were all black, weren't they? All black. Yeah, that's the only color you can get them in for 90. Now, then they changed the colors up okay, for 91, okay. 92. Anyway, so I bought it and... Uh, uh, Jen was my girlfriend at the time. It was like the first car that I bought, you know, when she was with me. And she's like, I just don't get it. I said, man, this thing's going to be worth something here in a few years. So anyways, I held on to it for, I think, two or three years. And I got my money back out of it. And I sold it probably two years ago, maybe a year ago. And all of a sudden this year, prices took off. And I keep showing her. And she's like, oh, you should have held on to it for another year. I said, yeah, but 
We had to move on from other things. Can't, so, can't, can't keep them all. <laughs> no, no. As no. much as you want, can't keep them all. No, you can't keep them all. So I, I have the, the same feeling that uh, my Acura, I told you I sold. Yes. I have the same feeling that's going to be going that route here in probably the next five to eight years. But I'm, I didn't want to hold on to that car for that long. So <laughs> I needed to move on from it. <laughs> right. On. So would you ever move on from this one right here? Or is this your this is your, your grail? This is what I want. I, I've, I've had four of these, and I've yeah. always sold them for other reasons. I'm hanging on to this one. Okay. I actually when I got the E46 I had so many people asking me to sell this car and I'm like no no go away go away go away <laughs> not selling it you and, just don't want to you. and then the same thing happened when I bought the E30 yeah people were like do you want to sell the E36 nope I'm good <laughs> yeah and it's such a clean car I mean yeah you it's... just don't and then the trouble is they're getting harder and harder to find in this condition right. um hence why the prices are going up if they're nice um, they were cheap for a little while. You could buy a halfway decent one for five to seven grand. Well, because they were cheap, all the young kids got their hands on them. Mm -hmm. And they LS swapped them and did whatever else they do. And I can appreciate that kind of stuff, but mm -hmm. they're only original ones. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, I, I go, I'm with you. I go kind of back and forth with the whole originality deal. Yeah, um, I mean, I have some mods. I do have an exhaust on here too. Mm -hmm. um, but. But that, that really—that's tasteful. It, yes. It's not a yeah. I'm not. I'm not a sticker. Crazy body. I'm not, I'm not a sticker person. Right. Um, the, the only other thing I want to do is uh, fix that back deck lid because they're all known to do that. They all turn purple. Okay. <laughs> so what's funny about it is uh, a buddy of mine who just came up here. His friend, and we're going to do probably him on the podcast at some point. He's got one of these, these E30s, and he LS swapped it and he drifts it. Oh, and, cool. I mean, he nice. Beats it to death, and but it looks. As clean as yours. Okay, that's awesome. Which is crazy. That's you know? awesome. So yeah. at some point, we're going to do his, but that's neither here or there. But that, that's kind of the extremes of the two. Like you said, a lot of people are LS swapping these things. And, and, I mean, and right, then, rightfully so. And it was Sometimes, funny. When I, when I was looking for an E30, I would see ones with motor swaps. Some of them had the S52, which is the motor mm -hmm. out of this car, or they would have the S54, which would be the motor out of the E46. And as soon as I would see that, I would next, yep. I, I want that S14. That's what you wanted. Right? I wanted the originality. So this one right here, are, are you worried about you know any type of maintenance, or are you worried about it breaking, or is this thing this thing pretty bomb proof right here? It's pretty bomb proof. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I just did the whole cooling system. Um, the nice part is that motor is pretty similar to even like a three twenty eight or three twenty five. Okay, there's not much difference to it, so there's. Tons of parts available. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. See, look at so, you. See, you. You got it figured out at this point. This one right here. Because I know now, a lot of people. For now. For now. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people they go BMW. They're like, mm, yeah. I, I don't want to do the maintenance, and if I got to do a and swap. And then, luckily, I've uh, even though I'm a gearhead, I'm not super mechanically inclined myself, so I have a knack of finding the right people. <laughs> Understand? Hey, man, that's a good knack to have. You, you know, know, and I have a really good BMW master tech that works on my stuff, and he's done a great job. So. Nice, nice. So let's go to the E30 here next. Okay. So this, Unless you want to talk about your Holy Grail a little bit more, because it is really nice. No, I'm good. <laughs> and it is a classic, a classic car. Twenty I, years? Twenty years? Um, classic? fifteen. 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 Antiques over twenty-five, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, and I put I put either classic or antique on everything. Right. Um, I do I, I do it right away. I register the car. And they're like, you know, you can't drive that. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'll wait. Yep. They're like, it'll be four to six weeks. It's usually, Sounds good. It's usually about a week and a half. It's, it's. You know what I do? And if PA is listening to this, I usually take one off my old one and put it on there, and just ride it around for like four weeks. Yeah. No one ever says anything. You don't drive. I don't drive it enough. So. 
<laughs> I might have. Done PA that is going to get my money either way, so PA, I'm, don't be mad at me. I might, I might have done that once or twice. <laughs> not, not, not taking the fifth. <laughs> so the E30. So this is the one that, like I said, I this is love the, this body. This is the right holy here. grail that people have gone nuts over over the last probably three or four years. Um, they started shooting up in value about ten years ago, and and. I'll rewind a little bit because um, when I was buying my first E36, uh, I've been in the car business and one of the dealers I uh, used to work for, the owner was looking for an E36 for me. Well, there was an E30 that came through the auction. He didn't know what it was at the time and says, hey, there's an M3. I, this car's different though. I don't know what it is. So I said, okay, let me look it up. And he, he gave me the numbers on the auction sheet. So I looked it up and I'm like, and I saw it was a 91. I'm like, oh, it's an E30. Uh, I, yeah, um, take a look at it. Tell me what you think, you know. So he was like, oh, it's a really nice car. It had a little bit of paint work, 70,000 miles. And um, at the time, the hot car was the 36. Sure. And I had my mind set on a yellow 36. So I said, eh, ixnay the E30. Let's just wait and we'll find the, e the 36. I said, but out of curiosity, just watch it. See what it does. Mm -hmm. Mind you, this is 2003. Sure. Sorry, uh, he's got to move that from time to time. Yep. <laughs> um, this is 2003, and that car ran through the auction at $9,000. Wow. Because you got to keep in mind, in 2003, that was just a used M3. It was not a collector sure. car. Sure. Now they're, now they're collector now cars. Now they're collector cars. Big difference. So you um, basically purchased this for nine grand, is what you're telling me. What's that? Is it? What, what, you purchased this for nine grand? No, this grand? was oh, a car that okay. went through the auction. This I is not you. this. Oh, okay. I, I passed right. on that car. You passed on that car. Okay. And that was. I was about to say in, you made it a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. No, I wish. So, and I started looking at these cars again in 2003, or not 2003, about 2010. I started looking, 10, 12, something like that, and, but I would see them with 100,000 miles. Now they're 25 grand. I'm not paying that much for one of these. <laughs> I could have had one for nine. Why, right. why would I pay 25? So fast forward to 2018, I paid 30, 37 for this one. Oh, that's Which was not still bad. Not a, was still not a bad deal. Um, this car has gone up even more. Oh, yeah. I want to say it's probably 60 now. Mm -hmm. You know, 50 to 60. And it's super clean. I mean, yeah. it is the absolutely car, The car clean. does have some accident history, um, but I bought the car... I. I when I knew this was the right car, I went to see the car. It was up in Rochester, New York, by a guy that actually started the BMW CCA for the Rochester area. I, this is when I knew it was the right car. Um, when he opened up his garage, he had a two-car garage, but there was a little cutout in the back of the garage, and that's where the M3 was. And he pulled the, pulled the M3 out. His wife said to me, when they were buying the house, he measured to make sure the mm. M3 would fit in there. Wow. And I'm like, okay. That's, that's a, a hardcore, yeah, that's, that's a gear, hardcore That's guy. a gearhead. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, this is the right guy. That's the hardcore guy. Right? Um, and not only did I get these wheels with the car, I do. he had the original wheels cleaned, powder-coated, and they're, they've never been on the pavement since they've been done. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, 
I kept saying I was going to switch them over, and I still haven't done it. <laughs> hey, they look these look. But these great. look so period with the. They color. do. They look so period, and I love the uh, the lines of this car. This is it's so indicative of the early you know early nineties of. Just, yes, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, just kind the, of the how they did the you know the, the bulges, the y fenders. Yeah. And, and I never realized, and I, I I learned a lot of stuff after buying this car, how much from a standard. 3 Series is different from this to a standard 3 Series. What all What all is different? Okay. From just a... Cool. Yeah, you, you're the guy. You know yeah. it. <laughs> Quarters, doors, fenders. Um, the rear glass is different. Obviously, the rear deck lid is different. The hood is different. I think part of the roof is the same. So it's very much... So when you bought this car, you bought an M3. You weren't buying a 3 Series. The, that was kind of upgraded. Yeah, you, this was a street legal race car. Okay. You know, whereas this was more of a appearance package. Right. Now it did have a motor. Uh, the obviously you had the M motor, but mm -hmm. we got the detuned M motor. We didn't get the real motor. Right. <laughs> right. The E thirty six was two forty, and the uh, European counterpart was three fifteen. Oof. Can you import these? Can With, you import? Can you import these these now? You, uh, no. no. Uh, well, they're not. They haven't hit. Well, twenty five years. So no, I guess not. Well, yeah. it depends on what year, because they oh, okay. they did come out in ninety five. Oh, okay. So All you right. could you, you could, could import an early one. I got you. It'd be right hand drive though. <laughs> uh, depends where you're. Or imp oh, you depends you. where you import it from. That's true. If it's UK, yes, it's going to be right. True. Germany, you'll get a left hand drive. Yeah. And it's in this beautiful silver color right here. I mean, that rear just reminds me of those R thirty two Skylines like yes. so much. Yes. I keep looking at it. and I'm like, that's R thirty two Skyline right there. But I know it's not. It, it, it's so funny how understated this car is. But if I when I do drive it, I just watch people like snap their neck. Oh, I, absolutely! If I saw this driving I, down the road, I, I would be like, I one, Whoa! I had one guy stop me in traffic. He said, "Do you want to sell that?" I'm like, no. <laughs> no. He thought maybe you didn't know what you had. Yeah. But the big windows again. That's indicative of those you know '90s cars. They had the big windows on it and everything. Now, what's with BMW color matching the sunroof instead of putting uh, glass up top there? Well, um, well, that was that was pretty much an '80s thing. They didn't go to the glass until later '90s, even early 2000s. Okay, because even that. A, yeah, that one. Yeah, because I saw them both, and I have a '98 Turbo Eclipse, and it's got glass on it. Okay. And yeah, it was more like later '90s when the car companies started doing that. Started going to the. Started going to the glass roof. I know on a couple of my cars, there's actually swaps to swap the glass out. Oh, okay. into, I know I have, I have a Volkswagen Corrado, and you can take the roof out of a Passat, and it's a direct bolt okay. in. So how's the driving experience from the E30 to the 36 over there? Um, th this is more of a r rawness. They get more refined as time goes on. Um, I think the E36 is the... Is a good mixture between the between all three. Okay. I always you tell can people. You feel the mechanic, the mechanics. You can feel the mechanics, but it's a, a nice, comfortable ride. Yeah, and it, and it handles this, well. And it, like I said, this car, you're not petrified that something's going to happen when you're driving mm -hmm. down the road. You know. Right. This car, you're kind of watching in front, back, sides. You know, making sure. Oh yeah, I mean, you messed up any of these panels, like you said, they're only one. They're, they're only for the M3, so I'm yeah. sure there's not a whole lot of M3 panels just laying around right. anywhere. Exactly. So <laughs> again, um, you know, I, I bought the car just under 100,000 miles, and it has just over 100,000 miles. So I've, yeah, you haven't driven it much. I put maybe, just like to look at it. I put maybe a thousand. Come miles. in here, swirl a little wine around, look yes, at it, some, something like that. I mean, I <laughs> or maybe swirl a Corona light that we're drinking tonight. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's all good. So did this have like traction control and everything, or was this like bare bones, 
you know, drive at your own risk type of um, deal? Well, I, traction control didn't really exist back then, mm -hmm. so I would say no. Okay. Um, but, it, but it was loaded up. I yeah. mean, it was a top. It's got an LSD in the back, I'm sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it has an LSD, and um, um, this was top line car for the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, um, it had everything. Uh, when this car was new in 1988, uh, I don't have a window sticker on this particular car, but I believe the window sticker was somewhere around 37,000. Wow, okay. So they dropped down yeah. and then came right back yeah, up. Yeah, and then that one I believe was 44, and then my 46, which is not here, uh -huh. I believe it was 49. Wow, wow. So you have all, you have all the generations. <laughs> yeah, I have the three best drivers. The three, yeah. Three I won't drivers. buy anything newer than the E46. Okay, yeah. And then the leather on this is, looks minty fresh. I mean, this is a... Stock car, pretty much, right? Other than yeah, the got, wheels, you said. Yeah, it's got some suspension and camber plates and stuff okay. like that. But other than that, it's stock. Yeah, I mean, and everything is nice. There's no cracks. There's no... The leather still looks really supple. I mean, the paint on it looks absolutely Yeah, the incredible. guy that I bought it off of, he owned the car since 96, and I bought it off him in 18. So what's the... the, the because you've purchased, uh, obviously, some really nicer nicer cars here. What's the, the purchasing... The guy who's selling the car, who's selling one of these versus the guy who's selling this nice little Volkswagen right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, not sure. What, okay. what, what do you mean? Uh, like, I'm not yeah, sure. like you said, this guy, he had it up on a rack for you and everything oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Did this guy show up and was like, hey, man, you like this or you don't like this? Yeah, <laughs> right. Just move on. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it's just a different it's just a different seller and it's a different mm -hmm. buyer. Of mm -hmm. course, I'm a buyer of all of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I'm with you because, I, like I said, I, I've... I've purchased some some higher end muscle cars, and the guys who are selling those are typically older guys. You know, maybe sometimes you get a younger guy here or there. Yep. But they're really into their car, and they know the car very well. But then I bought like uh, my Acura, uh, and uh, I bought it off a dealership, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I mean, it's it's an Acura. Uh, I don't know what you want me to want me to sell you on. You want to buy it or you don't want to buy it." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, but well, I would imagine if you're spending that kind of money on these cars. You want to meticulously go through it, or have your mechanic meticulously go through it and say, "Hey, man, these are some of the problem areas, you know, and things like that on the car." Was there anything on this that was like red flags, or pretty much you bought it and you you just drove it? I bought it. I had a trailer to my house and just drove it. Good for you, man. You know, and, <laughs> um, I work on everything that I buy. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get lucky, that lucky every time. Unfortunately, right. I got a couple projects I bought. I recently bought that you know sometimes you think something's going to be a better buy than what it is and then you get it and you're like oh what did i just buy right oh <laughs> you get that get that buyer's remorse you're uh -huh. like no and you bang your head you're like oh <laughs> am i putting this back up for sale or am i actually going to try and work my way through this one <laughs> sure so this is you said this is probably about sixty thousand. what do you think that what do you think the 36 is worth they're probably in the uh, in the high teens, low twenties, depending on condition. Okay. Um, obviously, the yellow people either love it or hate it. Um, I have seen the the uh, certain colors go for a premium. Okay. Uh, so my, the so we talk a little bit on the podcast a couple of times about the driving experience. Mm -hmm. Is this a sixty thousand driving sixty thousand dollar driving experience versus a high teens driving experience or? That's a tough call. <laughs> uh, that's that's. Which one is the better value? <laughs> Probably the 36. The 36, okay. You know, I love these cars. Are they really worth it? Mm, that's, that's... To you it is. To, yeah, that, so, I, I, obviously, I obviously, obviously bought it. Yes, obviously, yes. <laughs> you know, are they... Um, the nice part about these, though, is 
they're never going to lose their value. Right. You know, you're, you, you you've know, caught, you've, you've already bottomed out. These uh, things yeah, are all on their way. Yeah. Back. They're all on their way up. And these were su such a limited product produced car to begin with. They're not slowing down. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody always says, Oh, it's a bubble. It's a bubble. Um, uh, this one's not going to burst. Yeah. I mean, the muscle cars definitely bubbled, uh, because there was just too many of them on the market for too so, high priced. So many of them. Yes. And it's just like you watch the auction houses like me come in Barrett Jackson and you're like, oh, another Corvette. Mm -hmm. oh, another Corvette. Oh, another. They all can't be worth $120,000. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I appreciate them. I, I'd love, I mean, I'd love to have a split window 63, you mm -hmm. know, I don't know where I put it, but I'd love to have one. <laughs> Corvette guy's a different breed, like hardcore Corvette guy. That's yeah. a different guy. But no, I'd love to have a 67. Camaro Z28 with the RS front end because mm -hmm. you have to have the hideaway headlights. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's on my list too. You know, I have a. I have but, a but those cars have gone up in value too. Oh, they're unreal. I had a, a 68 Nova. I, I have a 68 Nova, mm -hmm. and I have a 70 Chevelle, and I feel like I need the 69 Camaro to kind of finish off the trinity of the yeah, GM muscle absolutely. cars. Absolutely, that was the, that and, was the quintessential yes. GM. And I had the chance to buy one a few years ago from my buddy, and I passed it up, and I kicked myself every day because it was such a good deal that uh, I was. Uh, it was. I kicked myself every day for it. But hey, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. You know, there, there'll be another one that'll come around. I'm always, sure. Always, always, always. So, but so we we gonna move from the BMWs now to this wonderful, lovely rabbit. I love this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna get another beer. You need another beer? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right. Thank you. I needed these beers after this week. <laughs> it's all good. Fortunately. Is your, is your mic, is your, let me see your mic deal. Let me make sure it's on. I think it's on. Hopefully. Where's it at? It's right here. It's, oh, it's here somewhere. Oh, yeah, it's got the blue light. You're good. Okay. We're just talking low. It's all good. Perfect. So let's go to this rabbit here. Grab my water my car. Yeah, absolutely. So this thing, while he goes and grabs that, this thing is, like I said, what caught my eye, and it, it's it's the amazing brown color that you think it is. Again, go online, www.radridespodcast.com. I'm going to have a full write-up of all his cars here. You're gonna, I took a bunch of pictures. I'm going to take a bunch of pictures afterward, and uh, that way you can get a, a sense of what kind of we're looking at. And you can see this cozy little garage that he has here that I... You stole. I loved. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I want one just like this. <laughs> it was on Craigslist. On Craigslist of all places. I yes, know. It was on Craigslist. But then I have to drive all the way down here, and I live 30 minutes away. So no, that I would live be that. 20 minutes away. Oh, okay, there you go. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's all good. Um, but yeah, tell me about this. Tell me about this Volkswagen. And, so this is a. Uh, and why you wanted it. And it, I love it. It's weird, um, and I love it. <laughs> it, was, it. That's exactly it. It's weird. Um, I have an affection for German cars in general, but Volkswagens. I grew up. My dad worked at the factory in Westmoreland County. Oh, okay. So I didn't even know they had a, fact, a Volkswagen factory. That, that car was built there. Wow. Oh, uh, this is the one next one we're going to get to. That's yeah, good too, because so, that's um, minty fresh. I like it. Yeah, that car was built there. We were, me and my dad were trying to figure out if he actually built that car. We we think he did, but we're not. Wow. Sure. We're not sure. That's incredible. <laughs> um, but um, so this is a '71, you said. No, this is a oh, 76. 76, okay. This is a this is a 1.6 gas uh, with a whopping 71 horsepower. Ooh, you're, you're bebopping around town, man. Oh, yeah. You're getting up those hills mm -hmm. pretty slowly, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I bought this off the second owner. He okay. got it. I bought it in 17 off of the second owner, 
uh, in 16, he bought it off the original owner. Car has been repainted. I have a stack of original receipts with this car, including wow. the original window sticker and the original bill of sale. Yes, that's right. And I remember when I met you, you had all that stuff in the yeah, back, yeah. and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, I love I, this. Yeah. Um, the car's got 95,000 original miles. To my knowledge, it's, it's legit. <laughs> wow. Um, it was, and it's been in Pittsburgh its whole life, or was it where? Um, it was actually the other side of the country. It was like in like Wyoming or something. Okay, all yeah, right. I, I, I think that's where it was sold from, and then um, I bought it just outside of Indiana, PA, um, in um, Carrolltown. It was, yep, a it, was here. it was on, um, it was on uh, Marketplace, and uh, found it, talked to him, went out, took a look, put a deal together. He actually trailered the car to my house. Wow! He put what the a nice guy. he put the wheel <laughs> he put the wheels on, he put the little graphics on, and he put the roof rack on. Okay, so the graphics aren't aren't original to the no, car. No, the graphics I are. I like not. the graphics though. They look they look oh, they, correct. They, they just fit perfect. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, and I love the cream on the brown. Yes, cream on brown. It, it, I know probably I don't know what 10, 15 years ago, you, some people look at this and say, "Oh hell no!" But man, this is where it's at right here. When I was first looking at this car. And I showed it to a friend of mine, and the, his first reaction was like, ooh, it's poo brown. <laughs> that was his reaction. I didn't want to call it poo brown, but it is kind of poo brown. Yeah, <laughs> but it was so funny because when he saw the car in person, he was like, oh, that is sweet. <laughs> yes. There's some colors that when you, when you just look at it on paper, you're like, ah. And then you see it in person, you're like, but I've had, wow. I've had this car up in the air at my buddy's shop, and this car's clean. Really? I mean, it's from front to back. From front to back, it's clean. It's I and mean, all it, its '76 goodness too. I mean, '76. They weren't putting out the most high quality vehicles at that no. time. <laughs> and well, this is this goes back to talking about like the you know for the Radwood cars. Even though mm -hmm. this is a little bit pre-Rad because it's a '76, but the, for all intents and purposes, all intents and purposes, mm -hmm. if I can talk, um, this was a Econo box. I mean, yeah. this was a throwaway car. Right. Nobody wanted this car. <laughs> right. And this car was, was so Econo, it doesn't even have an antenna. Oh, wow. And, and it doesn't have a radio. Okay. Does it have AC? No. Heat? Yes. Okay. You all right. Heat. So you got heat. You got heat. You do have heat. That's all you I got. I guess in Wyoming and Pennsylvania Northern, you really don't need AC. I mean, hmm. I, I mean I've, I have, uh, none of my cars have, none of my old cars have AC in them, so, and I really haven't really needed Interior it. is pretty much all original. Um, interior is gorgeous. What do they call this, this pattern that's on here? Do you know? I don't know. That pattern is amazing. Uh, the only other thing that I do know is, uh, just from looking at pictures, um, I believe the carpeting has been changed. That carpeting was originally tan okay. along with the rest of the interior. Yeah. But other than that. And it is. It's a beautiful tan interior with a beautiful black uh, dash on it. Yep. And I, I, don't, I don't mind the black, uh, the black carpet on it. You know what I mean? It kind of matches all the accessories. Plastic everything, which I love. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and this back here, this is one of the reasons I bought the car. I think I showed this to you. Come back here among all my junk. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's right. You pulled this thing up, and it was yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was why I bought yep. this car. Yep, got the original spare. So my Chevelle that burned up, it was an all-original car. Yeah, uh, like it's it got a up. little bit of cancer here. And yeah, like well, it's going to happen. It's 1976. Exactly. You know? They weren't putting out high-quality metal in 76, I'll tell no, you that. No, And this is an actual German-built car. Okay. Um, one of the easiest ways to tell a German from a U.S.-built car 
besides the headlights, some, uh, the U.S. built cars have square headlights. Um, the side markers, if they're going long ways, they're German. It's oh. up and down. It's they, good to know. They're, uh, that's a U.S. built car. That's good look, to know. Look at the GTI. You'll see the. So did this did this rack come uh, come standard on it? Was this an option, or did he put it on aftermarket? Uh, he, he put it on aftermarket. I'm not sure who the who makes the. The rack. rack looks great on it. Oh yeah. I've been debating. I have a, a 59 Apache, and uh, there's some guys down in Texas now, and mine's all ratted out and everything, and slammed on the ground. The only thing I will say. Washing the cars are paint with the rack. <laughs> yes. Well, we've been me and my buddy because he has he has an Apache as well. We've been thinking about putting racks on the top of it because it looks really cool. Oh, it does. But I have an FJ as well, and it has a rack on it like this. And you're right, it's a pain to get that yeah. thing clean underneath there. Uh -huh. You know, I mean, it is uh, to dry it and everything. It's just it's an absolute pain. But, but these bumpers, how far they stick out? That's <laughs> oh, yeah. ind indicative of the time, right? You had to what? It was was it five Six. or? Survive a five or ten mile per hour crash. Five or seven. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure what the laws were in '76. Right. You had to sur the, the you had to survive the crash with the bumper. So they made these really huge bumpers that stuck out so far that you had all that room to move. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> and it's lowered. Correct. It is lowered. Yeah. It, a previous owner put coilovers on it. They're kind of eBay special. So. Uh oh! Lost some, your mic there. I see it. Um, That's gonna sound pretty cool. Yeah, when it, hit, <laughs> when it hits the ground. Yep. Sweet. Um, yeah, the coilovers are eBay specials. Um, sometimes they ride okay. Sometimes you feel everything. Right. And and similar to your BMW, you got BBSs on here mm -hmm. as well. What size are the BBSs on this? Those are 15s. 15s, because I'm sure people are gonna be on here and asking. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're ac and I only noticed because the previous owner told me they're actually Mazda BBS wheels. Oh, but really? Yeah, but it's the same bolt pattern. Okay, very nice. So I don't know where he got them at, but that's I don't even know what Mazda they're off of. I think they might be off of a Miata. Okay, so what's the driving experience like in this? Oops. You're good. Don't worry. It's all right. It means there was a party here. Yep, it's all good. <laughs> what's the driving experience? Like low, like that and this low, low and slow. <laughs> low and slow. Low and slow. And so you got to. Does it have discs all around? It does have uh, uh, no, drums in the back, drums, discs in the front. Yes. Hydraulic brakes or are they uh, or are they manual brakes? They're you know? they're manual. They're manual. So you have to think about when you're driving this thing. You got to think about when you're going to stop. Yes. When you're going to go. Yeah. You got to you got to plan your stops. That's the, way, that's the way my truck is. It's manual drums all the way around. Yes. And so I really got to think about when I got to do it. And it's a stick, correct? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, everything I own is a stick. Yes, perfect. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> buy, I don't buy anything that's automatic. <laughs> I know. I, uh, I I go back and forth all the time with automatic. And some of the cars you have to buy an automatic, like my yeah, SS. It only I mean, came I've, in automatic. I've owned, you know? a, I've owned a couple yep. just because. It is what it is. You, it, got, you have to buy it at some exactly. point. Exactly. You know. So, but does everything work on this car? Everything works. Everything functions. Yep. All the speedo, the speedo's yep. gorgeous on it. Oh my god! Yep, I just love this. Yeah, thing. everything works. There's no tack. <laughs> yeah. Again, economy car. So you get a lot of looks in this car as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. More than the the yellow uh, M3 over there. Probably different, different, <laughs> different kind, group. Different group. Do you get a lot of younger guys coming up and looking at this, or is it a lot of guys? Uh, how old are you? I'm 47. Okay, you're 40. Do you get a lot of guys your age coming, or I'm 30, so I just turned to 37 this week. Okay. So. Yeah, um, and I love these cars. So. <laughs> I actually got. Uh, I was at a gas station with it the one day, and the guy's like, "Looking," well, he's like. He's like, what well, year's your rabbit? And I was talking to him. He's like, oh, I had one. This is my first car. Wow. <laughs> and he was older than me. He was, he was probably in his 50s. Was he? Yeah. So the rabbit was the lowest 
Was that the lowest uh, trim level you could get, or was there one one below this? That was, at the time, it was the lowest okay. trim level. Later on, when the second gens came out, they came right. out with the Fox. Yep. Okay. Um, and that became the low, the entry-level car. I understand. Yep. And this was kind of the hot hatch, when the hot hatch just kind of kicked off. Well, that's technically the hot hatch. That is right there? Okay, yep. the GTI next to it? Yep. 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 I remember when I was in high school, and again, I'm 37, so when I was in high school, the GTIs, the rounded GTIs, the one with the, what was it, the R32? Probably early 2000s, I would guess. Yep, right. early 2000s. Yep. 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 That's what was cruising around, and man, they were killers. Yes. Yeah, the R32 um, was 250 horsepower all-wheel drive, and, oh, yeah. and they're, they're a beast. And they only made 5,000 of them, so. And I really appreciated those cars, and I, I kind of got away from them, and then I moved up here, and my neighbor at my very first townhouse, he was rebuilding a an old GTI, and I can't remember what year it was, but he also had an R32 sitting right next to it. Oh, that's very cool. And he would start that thing up, and I was like, oh, man. But he only lived next to me for like three months, so I never really got to, to hang out with him and everything. If you're that guy and you know, and you remember my name, hit me up, man. I want to see that car again. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that car. It was it was that beautiful like purple color that they oh, came out with. Yep. Yep. Oh man, it was so nice. But no, this one right here uh, definitely probably attracts attention. And you're so. Do you drive this one? Do you drive this one pretty often? Or a uh, good bit. I mean, I had some mechanical issues with it, so it was. What it was you have done with it? It was down for a little bit. Okay. What was wrong with it? Um, what, what should people look for when they're going to buy something like this? I was having some. I mean, it's it's old carburation issues, and I was having I was having a fuel pump issue where it, it, um, it would start, it would run perfectly fine, and then you'd stop, and then it wouldn't start. Okay. So I wasn't driving it a whole lot until I got the issues. I think they're resolved. Cross my fingers. Yep. <laughs> You only find well, it made it all the way to Crazy Horse Coffee. So yeah, made it there and it made it home. So that's and all that matters. Since right? since we changed the fuel pump and then we we re rerouted some of the vacuum lines and some other stuff, and it's everything seems to be work in good working order yep. for the moment. Well, that's kind of what makes these cars really fun. Is there's an element of danger of you never know if you're gonna get home. Oh, absolutely. Or get there. <laughs> you know, well, that's what I always say. I my one buddy's really into the exotic cars, and I can appreciate the exotic cars, but. Sometimes to me, it's just how much money can I throw at a car? Yes. I think it takes a special person to drive this old stuff and just try and keep it on the road. I, I completely agree. Yeah. And, you, and, and really, you're taking 1976 technology with 78 horsepower and you're running it on an interstate. One. Oh, I'm sorry, 71. Yes. <laughs> and you're running it on an interstate with modern cars that, I mean, minimum are pushing 200 horsepower, 250. Yep. And they're just, I mean, 80 miles an hour all day long, no problem. This thing... Yeah, and I'm it probably takes a year and a half to get to 80, you yeah, know. <laughs> uh, I'm puttering down the road at like 70. You know? mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll hold its own, but, you know, it's not super fast. Right. And, you know, and if you have an on-ramp where there's a hill, it's going to take a while. Yep. Well, you've you, you got to drive the car. It's not, yeah. uh, it's yeah. not a disposable device yeah. any yeah. longer yeah, like an no, no iPhone. Cu no cup holders. <laughs> no, no cup holders in here? Yeah, oh, no yeah. cup holders. Yeah, you just you in the car. Yeah, I mean, my, you know, my I Chevelle, have, my Nova, my truck. And, and at the end of the day, I have cars that are fast and I have cars that are slow. Mm -hmm. You know, if I want a fast car, I got, I got other cars. Yes. Well, you have great taste in cars so far, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to go to this next one. And it's even better that you said your dad uh, potentially built this car. So yes. I'm going to turn this so we can actually see. Uh, we can make sure we're still recording. Because I've had the batteries go out in the winter now. 
Oh, when fun. it's cold, I've had batteries go out. So, fun. You know. So this right here, what year is this? 1984 Volkswagen Rabbit GTI. Wow. This was the original hot hatch. This car has 67,000, I believe, 67 or 68,000 original miles. Completely bone stock? Oh, 100% original. Wow. Wow. If you, take, if you take a whiff inside, it smells like the 80s. Let me see. It smells uh, like the I 80s. I know these cars very well. Yeah, no, 80s cars I've owned yeah, quite a bit. Smell, 67, by the way. Smells yep. like the 80s, right? It smells like the 80s, yep. Yeah, I, I said that to a friend of mine. He started laughing, and then, then he stuck his head, and he was like, it really does smell like the yeah. 80s. I had an 86 Monte Carlo smelled just like that, and uh -huh. I had an 89 IROC Z that smelled just like uh -huh. that. <laughs> they have a, just a certain odor, and yes. I, don't know, I don't know what it is. I don't either. I, every time I smell it, I always tell myself I'm going to go Google what like you know stuff they were actually using back then to give it that smell but i never have so. yeah the car, car probably better not probably yeah better. right <laughs> car is all original um um at some point i'm going to get the little tear in the seat fixed but that's the mm -hmm. only flaw in the whole interior there's no crack in the dash um you got some uh, are those aftermarket gauges in there or are those just those, those are, are factory those are factory gauges oh wow factory gauges this is the gauge that. package that came in the gti um and then i have uh have all the oh the original window sticker we're looking at it right here total for this car three thousand four hundred twenty dollars unreal factory installed accessories 130 dollars what were they i wonder should say what they are let's see here i don't know looks good oh here it is optional equipment well, the two-door hatch, the five-speed performance transmission. So you got a five-speed in it. Mm -hmm. Which fuel injection engine? Whoa, Ooh. big time, big time for that time frame. Stereo radio prep. Didn't mean it come with a stereo. Mean it was prepped for a stereo. And an opening front vent window. So the vent windows were an option on this car. How much was that? Fifty-five dollars. Wow, that's incredible. I like the stereo prep. It yeah. doesn't say the stereo, yeah. but you paid seventy-five dollars just for the prep. It was so probably you, just so, connecting a, a connector. So you, so you got an antenna. Where so is that? Where is uh, that card? Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, it's the antenna, and they probably connected a couple of, uh, of wires. One thing I forgot to point out on that car, I mm -hmm. should have grabbed the window sticker. One of the options on that car was an inside hood release. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. This is a time capsule. So you, you said you think your dad built this on the line. I didn't. Like, again, I didn't even know they built them here. They yeah. built them in Westmoreland County. Westmoreland County. Um, New uh, New Stanton. Mm -hmm. I live in Washington, right next to it. So okay, yeah. So yeah, if you know, do you know where the Sony Sony plant used to be? Mm, no. No. Okay. Yeah. No. It, it's techni technically, it was Mount Pleasant. Um, Mount Pleasant. We have uh, my old company had a shop in Mount Pleasant, Baker Hughes, uh, so um, up if, on the hill there. If you've ever driven down one nineteen, yes. Um, and going towards going towards Mount Pleasant. Okay. Before you get to Mount Pleasant. You'll see there's a big factory on your right-hand side. That, uh, was, that, that was it. That was the Volkswagen wow. factory. Wow. So we're just pumping them out here. Yep. And there Hopefully is. Hopefully Pittsburgh Steel came in there on this. <laughs> there is the pretty. Homegrown. Look at this thing. Look yeah. at this bohemoth underneath. And here. this is this is not rust either. This is, a, okay. this is original factory undercoating. Wow. And I've left it because it's original factory undercoating. Undercoating, yes. <laughs> so this this car spent its whole life in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh? Um, Do you know? No. Okay. Uh, it actually came from out east. Okay. Um, I bought it on Craigslist um, in 2014, I think. 
okay. somewhere around there. Um, guy was five minutes from my house. I saw the car on Craigslist. And I said, I should go look at that. I know if I go look at that, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> so, and I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look, here's what I tell people all the time. Because, I mean, I, sell, I, I bought and sold a lot of cars. If you're coming to see the car, you're 90% of the way there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, and once you sit in it and drive it, you're 95% of the way there. And then the guy that owned it, he was a, he was a, for people that don't know, the, the first water cooled was called the MK1 chassis. Okay. And they went yes. to the MK2, Two. MK3. And I think the current one is MK7, if I'm not mistaken. It might be 7 or 8. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a big MK1 fan, the Damn. guy that owned it. He had this. He also had an early rabbit like that that he had just oh, restored. Wow. And then he had, and then he also had an early Scirocco, too. Ooh. Yeah. So he was, he was an yeah, he Volkswagen was, enthusiast. He was like an yourself. enthusiast. Okay. And, uh, but he also knew what he had at the time, and I paid up for it for the time. Sure. Uh, these cars have tripled in value. Um, again, so I So you think, you think you've tripled your money on this? Oh, easily. Wow. Good <laughs> easily, for you, man. Easily. Good for you. Yeah, they... The, I saw a very similar condition. One of these cars sell for thirty grand. Wow! Yeah, I paid forty four hundred for it. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So, well, the guy didn't make too much money if he bought it for what did I say? Thirty nine, thirty nine hundred. No, this was seventy nine. Seventy nine. No, there you go. Yeah, dude, this is amazing. So it's all original paint. I mean, everything on the yeah. wheels. The wheels are awesome. I love the wheels. They have like a special name. Uh, yeah, they're volt- they, they call them the snowflake wheels because okay. they, they kind of look like a snowflake. Yep, um, They did put these on the later cars, but they weren't painted. They were, they were all silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also put them on some of the cabriolets, and they would color match them to the car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, and it wears... But, they, a... but they, all, they started with the GTI. Okay. And it wears a really nice patina. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's that, that kind of patina that's not really it, you know it's not a show car but at the same time it's like eh, it's it's been driven you it's know? been driven <laughs> i mean at some point i'm probably going to get it resprayed just because there, there's you know there's some rust peeking through down there oh and, i see and yep. then on the other side the the doors kind of misaligned a little bit and there's some body work on the quarter and stuff like that yeah, it's older it's, cars i mean it's 40 years old you right know? Yeah, and you paid forty four hundred dollars. Yeah, it's cre- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll probably end up spending more on the paint job than I paid for the car. Right, that's exactly <laughs> right. But uh, it's got a. But a, it's a it's a non sunroof, non AC car, uh, which I like. Yeah, I mean this the, was this was probably what you raced, right? This is probably what they took out there and did Group B racing with, oh, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And then um, and I've autocrossed this car. This car's Have a you? blast autocross. Really? Oh yeah. Did it have upgraded suspension and everything? Well, you see it is the way I autocross. No, I'm, as far as uh, from just a regular like Rabbit. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it, did, have it did have an upgraded suspension um, because they were selling it as a performance car mm-hmm. uh, compared to the, re- the. Now this is one's a little bit older, right? Um, so that had seventy one horsepower. This has ninety. Okay, well, and it has a close whoa. rate, and it does. I mean, it doesn't sound like much, uh-huh. but that's huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all all about you know the power the handling and power to weight. That's power exactly to weight, right? Yeah. So this thing's probably light, so you to push this thing around. Is yeah, probably you, nothing. you can toss this. You can <laughs> toss this thing around so easily, and it just sticks, huh? Yep. Man, this thing is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, this is what um, this is what all the hot hatch guys back in the day. This is what they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, this is. Uh, and it's it's and very, I, very I, actually, I actually had another one that had like a 
Audi 5000 throttle body, and he had oh, some wow. other mods done to it. And that car, that car was quick. Really? Uh, moved, moved on. Yeah, that car would scoot. And that car's still locally owned. I actually sold it to a friend of mine. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, so, so you get to see it all the time. So I, I still see that car, and uh, he takes it to all the car shows yep. and stuff like that. So, so did the, the German ones, did they have the round headlights as well, similar to this one, or was the square headlight? Well, yeah, the, the, so 8384, mm -hmm. these were only U.S. built. Okay. Um, oh, the, they were only U.S. built. They were for the U.S. market. Uh, none of the Germans, once they had the factory here, they didn't bring any of the German cars over to the U.S. Understandable. Why would they? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, 78, mm -hmm. I believe, was the last year of the German Rabbit in the for U.S. For the brown one? Okay. And then this, this is a 76, but 78, 79, I think they went to the square headlights. and it was, Nice. Build a new stand. And it's very squared off, as as were most of those cars back then. <laughs> as, with the little bumperettes. Yes. <laughs> I go back and forth on bumperettes with cars. I never know if I like them or if I don't like them. I, they, I, they fit this car. <laughs> they do fit this one. This one for sure. But like if you saw some of the like mid-70s Chevelles with those on them, it's like, eh, you should probably yeah. get those off, you know. Yeah, it's it's like fender skirts. Like, yes. <laughs> like, what, what are you thinking? It, uh, uh, uh. So does everything work on this car? Everything's mm -hmm. fully functional on this yep. one as well? Yep. Oh, my gosh. You got time capsules in here. I try. <laughs> you have got... The, I'm I mean, re -reliv reliving my youth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what, you know, most car guys, that's what they want to do. Uh, uh, absolutely. I remember going to car shows mm -hmm. when I was in my late teens and... At that time, all the people my age were buying the muscle cars that they mm -hmm. wanted. My age now, they were buying the muscle cars that they wanted as a kid, and these were the cars I was around yep. as a kid. <laughs> and you know what's funny is, uh, I mean, <clears throat> so, you know, I, I bought some muscle cars, and, you know, I've been, you know, kind of flip-flopping all kind of cars around and stuff like that. And now I'm getting to the point where I'm looking at the cars that were when I was a teenager and I was in high school that I want. Right. You know, the Trans Ams, uh, I had the RSX Type S, which that, my buddy had one of those as well in, in 02. And man, that thing was a blast to drive. I'm looking at, you know, 3000 GTs and, you know, some of the 300 ZXs. Yeah, you know? the, the one thing I will say is your generation is probably the last generation that's going to have those cult cars because the next generation, after about 2005, the automotive industry kind of lost its way yes and they they're no there's no longer cult cars anymore they're just appliances mm -hmm. <laughs> i agree kinda, it's kind of sad yeah that's what i say it's kind of like an iphone you know you, you you buy it and you drive it until like a hundred hundred fifty thousand and you throw, <laughs> you it, throw away. it away you can go get another one yeah <laughs> and exactly that's what that, i mean there's some still some so cool stuff coming out i mean mustang but, you know but, the mustang but, but not like there was no. from 05 and older right. there was so much stuff uh, 80s and 90s were a great time for performance cars because we were just getting into the computer age. We were just getting into Correct. tuning cars and unleashing the power of some right. of these cars. But maybe the electric car is maybe the next one, which yeah. I hate to say. but <laughs> I know. You and me both. You and me both. Uh, yeah, I still need that vum vum sound. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's a purpose for it, you know, here and there. I, I was really against. Uh, I was really against electric cars. And then the last podcast, Terry, the guy that he his next build because he's building another chassis like that one. Mm -hmm. He's going to do dual electric motors in that car. And I was thinking to myself, now see that right there. That is what. All right, folks. I'm sorry again. We lost batteries. It's getting cold in Pittsburgh, and it's chewing up these batteries like crazy. 
But back to the podcast. Yeah, we're back. Okay. There you go. I don't know. No, it does. See, it's blinking. It's just chewing up the batteries in the cold. It just doesn't like it. I'm about to have like a heater or something that goes along with these things. Sounds sounds like it. Hello. Yeah, that's that's what happens. Is this one mine? Yes. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, this is becoming a theme on the podcast where uh, we're in cold weather and uh, batteries are getting chewed up at this point, which... We were just talking about batteries in uh, yeah. in, in cars. So he must have heard us. Must have heard us. Elon Musk is listening in. Yep. He knows what's going on. He knows we don't like his his battery powered cars. But yeah, or his ugly truck. <laughs> but he so does we, have bullet, but he does have bulletproof glass in it. Yes. And yes. Why but, does he have bulletproof glass? Because he can. Right. Because he can. <laughs> That's exactly right. So. So, which brings us to the the last car here, and, and this is not your whole collection by any means. No. Um, but the last car that you have down here for us to talk about today, which we might have to do a follow-up podcast with you, some of your other cars. Cause, sure, absolutely. Um, but uh, the Sirocco, which a lot of people don't know about this car. I'd so, have to say this is probably the lost car of the Volkswagen Group. <laughs> well, at least for now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have other VWs, but yeah. Um, this is a 1980 Volkswagen Scirocco. Uh that has an int- interesting history, but it was sold new through the factory that we were just talking about, the okay. factory in Newstand. Um, somebody worked there and bought the car Ooh. through the dealership, or through the, the, the factory was the dealership. Oh, wow. Which I didn't know that they even did that. I, I actually had to ask my dad about it because um, in the warranty book, which I still have, mm-hmm. it actually lists um, Volkswagen of America as the selling dealer. Wow. Which is kind of interesting. Wow. But the previous owner, not the guy I bought it off of, but the pre- previous owner to him, he road reefs with the car. So he put the cage in. He also sent the car to Callaway and had a Callaway turbo system done. A lot of people don't realize that Callaway... Made a um, turbo system for these cars? <laughs> started with Volkswagens. Oh, really? Before I was not aware of that. Before Corvettes, before Camaros. Learning they, so much today. They started with VWs. And they tuned... Volkswagens. Yeah, that's the first thing I saw when we when we walked in here. I said, "Does this thing have a cage in it?" And we said, "Yep, absolutely, it does." Yep. Wow, look at that, huh? So mad that happened. Got Callaway uh, valve covers. You're so mad that scratch happened. Yeah, I was coming back from a car show and I got I got uh, I got nicked rock. got nicked with a stone. Yeah, that don't happen. Yep. What happens when you drive them? Right, that's exactly I don't tra- right. I don't trailer my cars. I no, just, I I'm dr- with you. I drive them. That's what this podcast is all about. I like guys that drive their cars. Yeah, I drive. <laughs> I always tell people if you see my cars on trailer, it was probably stolen. Yes, stolen <laughs> or it had a bad day. <laughs> yeah, or broke. Nope. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. that happens too. It happens a lot. Um, so it ha- yeah. So I mean, this is a so, it is a full turbo system in here. Yeah, full turbo system. Uh, the motor was originally a one six. Um, this motor's been balanced and blueprinted. It's got an Ottinger crank in it, and it's punched out to a one eight, and then it has the turbo system. Wow. So we're estimating horsepower range in the one sixty range. Okay, for th- for that time frame, that was big big power. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they they uh, put this in like a couple years afterward, or is this? Yes, is this, so this was done in nineteen eighty four. It was sent oh. to Callaway in eighty four. The car's in eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the receipts. They spent fifty four hundred dollars in nineteen eighty four to have this turbo system done. Mind you, the big car, money back then. Mind you, the, the car brand new was like nine grand, so wow. it was like half the price of the car. <laughs> wow! 
And so, what size? Do you know what size turbo and everything like that? Or? It's not very big, but okay. I, I honestly don't know. It only puts a couple pounds of boost Something out. Something to get spooled up rather quickly. Yeah, that's all. It's it's small. Um, is that a fan right there that, that cools is, everything yeah. down? <laughs> that is a fan, and I left it there because that's incredible. It was it, that was done whenever they were road racing, and the ro- he was using that to cool the block. Wow. And there's a switch inside. Okay, so it's not a factory option. No. I was <laughs> no, I was that, looking at that. No. That is not a factory. That option. is uh, that's that's ingenuity, but that's what they had to work with back in the eighties, right? Yep. To move and the that's air why out. I le- that's why I left it. That's right? incredible. It's kind of cool to look I'm taking, at. That. I'm going to take a picture of that. Get on the website. Look at that. That's unreal. Okay. All right. So we got a turbo kit, a fan underneath here. Um, it looks like you got, you know, this is power steering pulleys and. Yeah, it, it did have AC, but the AC. Yeah, dis- AC's disconnected. I can see. Yeah, so I mean, it has all the creature comforts. It's it's a nice car to drive. I actually drove it to um, a um, show at. Um, that's mind blank. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, it's I'll remember it. Yeah. Um, was the strut tower bar is that or is that original to the car or was that an upgrade? I, I, for, I think that was an upgrade. Upgrade to, as well. Yeah, yeah that would make sense. Yeah, that, I can't imagine this. Yeah, that, that, that that's not original. Tower, tower braces that come across. But again, this car's very clean. Um, yes, it is. And what what do they call this color? Do you know? It's not brown. It's not orange. It is it's called, like a burnt orange. It's actually called Brazilian brown. Okay. All right. Well, why Brazilian? I don't know. All right. I, I don't mind it. It's a great color. It, for all the, uh, I actually ha- I had another one. I sold it um, that was 100% stock. Oh wow! And I was getting a little out of control car, so I right. decided to let that one go. Yeah, and I mean the color is like a, it's like a butterscotch. For people, because I'm from Texas, I'm from Houston. So people who listen to this who are in Texas, it's like the UT burnt orange. That's what it looks like, and in the sunlight. And then when the when the light's not hitting it, it is it's like a brownish color, you know. But it's got the BBSs on it, just like everything else that you got in here. It seems like <laughs> it's a trend. Big, big BBS fan. <laughs> and the funny part is, a lot of these cars came with them. Other other than the E36, everything else came with the wheels that are just, on there. Yeah, that's just how it worked out. How it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it has these amazing Recaros in it that match the car. Orange Spectrum is what they're called. Orange Spectrum. That was okay. the name of the seats. And they fit the car perfectly. And I they do. I actually they found a guy in, in I found a guy in Poland that repops the material. No way. Because huh? the driver's side is getting a little worn. Oh yeah, a little bit. Um so I have new material. Wow. And it's got you showed me earlier, it's got the back seat to match, Recaro back seat yes. to match. And then these, so he raced raced the car but kept the back seat. Yes. Well, don't ask okay. me why. But. Maybe the spec for the series or something. Or maybe he put the seats in before he put the cage in. Maybe, perhaps. You know, I, I honestly don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I guess it you got to take the cage do- out to get the back seat. It does have um, uh, heated, the, the Recaros are heated. In Whoa, come on, huh? Yep. So this had to be installed probably mid-80s or early 80s. I would say early There's 80s. probably some seat geek out there right now. It's like, oh, yeah, man, I've been looking for that forever. I don't think I've ever seen those before. Yeah, I've, I've seen them a couple times, but the, you know, anytime I see them for sale, they're big money. So, yeah, oh, I bet. I bet. And it's got the Bosch, uh, it's got the Bosch fogs on the front. Are yeah. they functional? Yes. Okay. They, they do function. Except, nice. Except that one always wants to turn on Nice. Me. Someone's calling you. Probably about the DeLorean uh, <laughs> chassis we, we got sitting over there, which we're going to get to. <laughs> uh, that, one, that, one, that one will wait. <laughs> so, uh, but no, this thing, like I said, they're, they're kind of the forgotten, I guess, Volkswagens, you know, of their 
of their time. Uh, I mean, I know when I think of Volkswagen, I don't think of a Sirocco. But yeah. I know of the Sirocco's. Right. I don't think of it. But when when, uh, when I'm driving down the road in this car, people, you know, it, it, it's interesting the looks that you get. Even when I was bringing it down here, um, I passed a kid in a newer GTI. I saw him, like, slam on his brakes when I went past. Really? It was pretty funny. Well, the people who know, know. Yeah. And it's just like anything. It's just like the rest of your cars here. The people who know what these cars are are the people who appreciate them and go and want to stop and ask you about these things. Oh, absolutely. You know? So, I mean, have you... You said you have you put this on autocross track or I have not autocrossed okay. this one. No, um, okay. I've um, I've taken it to a couple car shows, but I haven't autocrossed it yet. Okay. What's that? What's that big turbo feel like in there? Pulling. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Um, but I but I did drive it up and down the mountains to go. Um, Deep Creek, Maryland was okay. where that show was. I Deep Creek. Yep. Deep Creek, Maryland. So I was beautiful going, area down. There. Yeah. So it was a fun drive going up and down the mountains and. Uh, and of course, I get stuck behind the guy that wants to come to the bottom of the hill and go real slow and then speed up. Uh, I'm like, come on, yeah. I'm driving an 80s car. Give me a little bit of a... Yeah, man. I need a little bit of a roll here. Yep. Give me a little roll. <laughs> yeah, so the guy, I mean, he purposely built this. It looks like... To, yeah, I mean, it, it's for, it. form and function. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. And it's um, got upgraded suspension on... Yes. I can almost guarantee. Um, uh, the previous owner had bogey turbos on it. I got rid of those okay. and, and put Bilstein's on. Okay. Um... I like Bill Steens. So I've just so, always been a fan of them. I always liked this this uh, this body style because it was like a mix of a hatch and a sedan put together with a little bit like a station wagon in there. They always know? called it like a wedge, more or less. Is that what they yeah, yeah I think that's they kind of refer to? And, I, and I've, I've I've had two of these, so I've mm -hmm. had this one and another one, and I've never had any second generation Chiracos, but then I did. I have a bunch. Uh, my real intro into these cars was I, I got into the Corrados, which was the third generation. Yep. It was the next level of the Scirocco, but they called it the Corrado. My um, aunt dated a guy who was big into the Corrados. Okay. Huge. And I remember him telling me about it, and I was... Uh, yeah, I, cur I currently have four Corrados. So. Wow. Look at you, huh? Yeah, I, See, we got to go up there. We got to go, go to the other honey hole that you have <laughs> and go check out of there. <laughs> But it's got a uh, you know very '80s look to it. I mean, it, it's you know again, you probably bought this car at its low, and they're probably just coming up in price at this. Yeah, point. same thing. Yeah, yeah, this I paid a little bit more for this one because I knew I knew what I was buying. I found this one online, um, and it was on a Volkswagen mainly air cooled site. Mm -hmm. You know, Beetles, Carmen Gias, that kind of stuff, and they had a small section for water cooled cars. And I happened to come across this one. I was like, wow, look at that Scirocco. That thing's clean. I was like, oh, where's this car at? Because that's the next thing you do. When you, How far away is this car? You know. Right. And then I looked and I saw it was in Gibsonia. I'm like, it's local? Right around the corner. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have to go see this car. Wow. And after one drive in the car, I was like, okay, I'll, uh, yeah, I'm buying it. Well, not only is it a cool car, but it's got a period it's upgrade got from Callaway. I'm sure the Callaway guys. Uh, have you talked to many Callaway guys? Yeah, I have. The, I'm supposed to actually send them some pictures of it. They oh, wanted, okay. They wanted to see it. I just haven't got around to doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. I'm sure these guys would like love to dissect that and go. I mean, because that's a piece of their history of their. Oh, absolutely. Uh, of yeah. their company, you know what I mean? And I mean, I mean, for guys like me, I, I love that stuff. I mean, now they're building just absolute monsters. Oh, ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. But I wasn't aware that they uh, they got started in Volkswagen. That's. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. <laughs> yep. yeah, but it was all—it was all aftermarket. It wasn't anything. 
you know how like with Chevy they have the Callaway cars that you can buy mm -hmm. direct from General right. Motors. You physically had to. It's like Hennessy. You had to physically take your car over there and exactly. have them upgrade. Have them upgrade it and then let them do their upgrades and 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 they're still in the same. They're still in the same location they were in when they built this car. Wow. Same exact. Now I'm sure they've added on to the oh, location. I guarantee it. Yeah, they've made but, a little money since then. Yeah, a couple, couple, <laughs> couple dollars. A couple know, bucks here. A little petty there. cash, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, so what's the driving experience like this uh, in this one right here? Oh, this this thing just is beautiful, uh, awesome car to drive. Yeah. It just floats down the road. You know, I've had very little issues with this one. Um, again, most of my stuff, I, I like this very simple stuff because mm -hmm. there's not much to go wrong. Correct. You know, I'd put a battery in it and. I redid the suspension, and that's right about it. Change yeah, it. I mean, if you take care of the car and you know, you know, if you pay a little bit more on the front side for a nicer, cleaner ride, it, it pays dividends on the back side. Oh, absolutely, big time. I learned that very early on. Yeah, you get you get what you pay for. Um, I made that mistake with. Um, I think I told you I have a Saab Vigan at home. Mm -hmm. I bought a Saab Vigan back in 2015 that was cheap. It was cheap for a reason because, <laughs> because it needed a laundry list of worth of work. Right. I cleaned up as much as I could on the car and waved bye bye to it. Yes. Well, I <laughs> and did. And then I, I said if I found a clean one, I would buy another one, which I did. I made the same mistake. I purchased a 1986 uh, Firebird Formula. Oh, okay. Up in uh, Ohio. And it had a little rust here and there. And I went up there in the wintertime and it was snowing. Was, and I'm was like, that the, Was that the six or was that the eight? That's the eight. That yeah. was the eight. Had the, yeah. Okay. 302, I believe. Because I thought the formula you could get in both. Yeah, it was the eight. Yeah, it was definitely the Cause eight. Because I, I test drove about the same year, years mm -hmm. ago, Formula Firebird, mm -hmm. same car, with a manual. And the car, let, the, the car had some sort of issue, and I took it back. And was yeah. Like, it was like, I was like, I'll Well, buy. so I bought it, and it was in the winter, and I brought a trailer up there. I'm like, I'm buying this car. I mean, it was cheap. It was like $2,500. bucks. i am mm -hmm. like, oh, man. They, I'll fix this car up just fine. <laughs> I brought it home. I really cleaned it up and looked at it. And I mean, the the amount of rust was unbelievable on that car that you just couldn't see from pictures. And like, it was so cold. I was just trying to, I was like, okay, let's do the deal. Let's get this thing done. Yeah, you know? just I'm, I'm get, here. Get it home. Yes. Yeah. So I got it home and then it had some huge, massive vacuum leak in it. So after it warmed up, it would just shut itself down. And I was like, okay, this turd needs way too much money for me to ever get out of it and i just moved it on to the next guy and then he called me a few days later and he's like i and this is back when they were putting uh, aftermarket um alarm systems in them oh okay he's like i cut the cut the wires of the alarm now the car won't turn on i'm like That's buddy i don't know how they wired that man i was like you 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 probably should put those wires back together and just <laughs> let it, just let it roll. he's like well the alarm wouldn't turn off i'm like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You're on your own. Sorry. You're on your own, man. I, I mean, I hate to hate to tell you that. You yeah, know I just I mean? did the. Uh, you know, the trouble with some of these cars is because there's so few of them out there. You have to take what you can get. Mm -hmm. So I had a Montana Green GTI 16 valve back in 2008, okay. and I sold it when I bought my first DeLorean. Oh and, wow! And because I'm like, oh. This would be cool, you know. I was like, "There's plenty of these GTIs. I'll find mm -hmm. another one. I'll buy another one down sure. the road." You know where that's going. Mm -hmm. You know, when I started looking, there weren't any, yep. and there weren't any. And then if I'd see one, then it had a motor swap, or it had something else, or it had some other issues. 
Um, well, I just recently bought one, and it's at least original. It's got the 16-valve in it, which it should. It's got the correct interior, but it's rough around the edges. Mm -hmm. And I paid up for it, and I know I paid up for it. But then on the flip side, I paid like five grand for it, and it's really a project car. Right. Um, you know what you bought. But I know what I bought. <laughs> but then on the, on the flip side, I just watched. It wasn't a GTI, but it was a Jetta GLI. One just ended on Bring a Trailer tonight. Same vintage car, 1992. Just sold for eighteen thousand. Wow! So and that was perfect. Yep. So did I really under? Did I really overpay? It's all over the place right now. <laughs> yeah, it's. I guess it's going to matter on what it takes me to get the car to right. one of these conditions. Exactly right. <laughs> you know, exactly. is it going to need a full respray? I don't know yet. Right. I haven't got into it. Right. Yeah. You know, so, luckily, all the parts are cheap for those cars. Right. So why, uh, at the end of the day, why German cars? Just, and why not any Mercedes? <laughs> Uh, I did have one. I, okay. I, I oh, okay. I did Very have good. One. I sold one. I had a 240D in okay. a, a manual. Yep. In a manual. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I sold that. Uh, it only had 50,000 miles on it. Um, some of the older Mercedes I like. The newer stuff does nothing for me. Mm -hmm. You know, but I say that with a lot of the brands, BMWs. Right. The newer BMW stuff, I think it's terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they're losing their way a little. They're bit. losing their way. They're losing their identity. I think they really lost their identity when they did the whole thing with the M3 and the M4, mm -hmm. and they wanted to change the M4 and make it make it the new M3, and then the M3 was a now a four-door, and I'm like, well, that was the car that everybody, you're losing all your marketing. Right. Yeah, well, and I mean, that's kind of what Mercedes did, too. They, they took the AMG badge, and now they're just throwing it on appearance packages and calling it an AMG, and it's like, well, that's not really an AMG. I yeah, need the motor to go with the AMG. I yeah, don't need the body kit. Yeah, and and BMW was doing the same thing. When you had an M car, that was that was exclusive. Mm -hmm. and then they started just throwing the M badges on everything. There was M styling, M M appearance, M mm -hmm. M suspension. You know, like okay, stop. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> just yep. stop. Yep. So so German cars, it's just that's just what you were into. Just my thing, you know, Good just. Thing. Like I said, I grew up around them. Um, yeah, your dad worked there, so my dad worked I, there. I could understand I that. Had a, it's very I, had, understandable. I had a cousin in Ohio that was a Porsche mechanic, and you know he worked on that's what he did. And you know right. he had a 930 Turbo when I was a kid, and and then I had to go out and buy the same car he used to have. Right, <laughs> right. Because we we do what we're around, you know. Mm -hmm. we, we we were we're all creatures of habit, you know. So oh, for sure, for sure. So uh, you said you work in sales. Yeah, I'm I'm in the I'm in the car business. Okay, car business. So when you pull up in one of these right here, do people just? I usually don't take these to uh, to client visits. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. These are these are more my toys, and you know, right. Um, in, unless it's unless I'm like out on a Saturday, and I need to stop and see one of my one of my clients. But other than that, I understand. Uh, I understand. Um, and then you said I, I, heard, I overheard you. You were on the phone earlier. You said you were on uh, Fat and Furious. I was, which was a great show. I don't know why Discovery ever got rid of it. Yes, <laughs> those guys are hilarious. Those guys are hilarious. So for for people so, who haven't seen it, it was on Discovery probably what three or four years ago, maybe something like that. And but I, three or four years ago, and now, I was on the DeLorean episode. Okay, they, so they were some bigger guys out in Ohio from uh, uh, Cherry something. I don't remember what their their shop is up there. Oh, know, it was uh, Chris, Christmas Automotive. Christmas Automotive, that's what it was. Yeah. Christmas Automotive, and it was two larger gentlemen, and they were not afraid to call themselves uh, fat guys. Yes. And uh, they drag raced, and they restored cars, and uh, Discovery had a show on them, and they canceled it, unfortunately. But I really liked them. They were they were some really nice guys. Yeah. Was so a... you were on the show. Yes. And I was would on... you bring Would you bring there? Um, they they used my DeLorean for the show, so um, um, and they. 
that was pretty much it. <laughs> okay. All right. So they used it and, um, what you said you had to act like you had to buy your car back from. Yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just remember, there's not much reality to reality TV. No, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so we talked on, I mean, on the podcast before. So I worked in tele, you know, television before this, and we did some advertising. Uh, I worked for uh, Joe's Crap Shack and did advertising with them. And every time we would go there, it was like uh, everything scripted. You know, everything is a- absolutely scripted. Uh, and I, I tried to tell my fiance that when she's watching, you know, Bachelor and Bachelorette and all this oh, stuff. I'm yeah. like, it's all- they've scripted this months ahead of time. Right now. We know, they know who the winner is and they know who the villain is and they have the different personalities and they're going to bring them in and that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I have a friend of mine that, <laughs> that runs a shop in, in Ohio and he was actually on um, uh, Shipping Wars. Oh, and okay, yep. If you remember Shipping Wars and he was telling me, yeah, a lot of this, and he was telling me some of the stuff that you see on that, that doesn't happen where they show them, right. where they show them like fighting for for the the loads and stuff like yeah. that, like oh, or yeah, they throw stuff in the load. And yeah. Like, oh, the, look, we found this BMW in here. I can't believe we found this in here. You yeah. know. So yeah, he was telling me some of the stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it's. And then I, I had another friend of mine that was on um, Pawn Stars. And, oh yeah. And I didn't know he was even on. Um, it was uh, actually a dealer I used to work for, and. Um, so I, I, I was still friends with some of the other people that worked at the, at the lot, and I said, um, I stopped up there the one day. I was like, I was like, hey, I, I got a question for you. I was like, what's that? I was like, hey, I was watching Pawn Stars the other day, <laughs> and before I could even say anything else, he's like, oh, did you see Scott on there? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I figured that was him. He was like, he was like, yeah, but I've lost total respect for the show, and this is before oh, right. I was even on my show. And he, I said, why is that? He said, well, he was in there on vacation shopping with his kids. And he said, hey, do you want to be on the show? And he said, sure. And they gave him, like, these dueling pistols. And they said, here, oh, wow. here walk in. Pretend these are yours. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's, I, I, yeah I always, I'm always suspect of that stuff. And that's, you know, this podcast, I, I kind of started it because I was, really why I started it is because I was sick of the car shows where they were flipping cars and building cars and, like, Hey, we got to do this in two or three weeks. And yeah, like, and if we don't get this out. part, we're not going to make the deadline. <laughs> yeah, and I was kind of because I mean I build my own cars in my garage. I know what it takes. You know, I know what it takes for to restore a car. I know what it takes. Something's messed up. It, it's not two or three weeks. Two or three weeks, you're waiting for a part. You yeah. know, I mean, two or three weeks, you're not. You yeah, know, it's doing just that. Like, like shows like overhauling, and they did legi- yeah. legitimately build the car, but they right. also had thirty people working on it too. Right, and they pre-planned <laughs> it weeks in advance. <laughs> oh yeah, with oh, every oh, single part there. <laughs> all the parts were there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they weren't they weren't waiting on a part that was on back order for three weeks. Exactly, yeah. and so that's why I started this because I mean, eventually someday I hope this turns into to maybe a television. I don't know if you watch. Um, uh, my classic car with mm-hmm. Dennis Gage. But Dennis that's kind of what I modeled Mr. this after. Mr. Mustache. Yes, Mr. Mustache. That's what I kind of uh, modeled it after because, you know, he's talking to just regular guys who built their cars in their garage and, um, you know, they drive them around and they go to car shows and, you know, they, they're just real enthusiasts with, you know, real budgets and real life problems and not, you yeah. know, we're going to flip this thing in two weeks and sell it off and woo, we're gone. You know? <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> Woo, we're making all the money and drinking beers all night long. Uh, yeah, that, that, my, unfortunately, my, that's not how it goes. Yeah, my problem is I, I buy stuff and then I never want to sell it. <laughs> yes. Well, I think that's all of our problems. I, uh, fortunately, I have run out of room. and uh, Join the club. Yes, yes. And uh, now my fiancé is like, hey, this is what you have to work with. You know, you, 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 can, you can buy one, but you've got to sell one. Right, you know? exactly. So we're playing that game right now. We're playing that game. 
But yeah, yeah man, uh, where can people find you if uh, they want to they wanna ask any questions or if they want to look at your cars or anything like that? Um, do you do a whole lot of social media or you just kind of keep it low-key and you just show up? I mean, up I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on Instagram. Uh, okay. I don't post much, but I'm on there. You okay. Know, so, um, and I'm on Facebook and, you know, and around the Pittsburgh car scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. Pretty much any, anything going on in the summertime, car-related, uh, especially if it's performance-related, I'm usually there. <laughs> okay. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, you've got to be out there hustling and selling, right? That's so. it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Something like that. Yeah, so if you uh, have any questions or anything like that, uh, people, they, you know, they'll email. Uh, I'll send them off. So people can email sure. uh, radridespodcast at gmail.com. Get on the website, uh, radridespodcast.com. We're going to put this thing up uh, hopefully on Sunday. And, of course, know, if so. anybody has any VWs they want to sell, let me know. Or if you have any VWs, hit them up. Yeah. Or if you want to buy or, one of these nice VWs. Any, uh, any, anything German for that <laughs> Or fact. if you have a pile of money and want to buy an E30 M3, I'm sure you know yeah, everything's right, for sale, right? Right price, anything for sale. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or Sirocco. I'm, I'm really eyeing that Sirocco over there. I really like that. So. Yeah, Sirocco's not going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I really appreciate it, man. This has been great. So, this is great. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do your other you ones. Your the, other uh, you missed the DeLorean frame, though. Oh, I did miss the DeLorean frame. Um, are you <laughs> gonna sell that DeLorean frame anytime soon? If the right buyer wants it. <laughs> well, tell me about the DeLorean frame. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, so, we'll talk about that. Let me turn this so we can we make sure we're we're staying in uh, in line here with the uh, the Bluetooth. So <laughs> you had when I walked in, you had this DeLorean frame, and I I didn't know it was a DeLorean frame. I just knew it was a really nice fabricated looking frame and yeah, so uh, the delorean frame initially is let me make sure we're in are we on oh yeah we're great All okay right. so the delorean frame is actually normally steel mm -hmm. um this is a custom frame that a company in ohio builds that's actually a stainless whoa um because this is a known fault on these cars that they tend to rot out usually around the engine cradle or on the front cradle um it's a known problem. Okay. And believe it or not, I mean, it's it's tedious work, but it's not difficult work to swap one over. Uh, it's okay. Eight, it's eight bolts that holds the frame to the body. That would make sense. Like most kind of... Uh, is, DeLorean, is DeLorean considered kind of a kit car? Uh, I, I, I tell people that all the time. It's, yeah. it's a glorified kit car. Yeah, okay. That's it really is. It's a glorified kit car. Um, people are amazed when I tell them that there's there's wood in the DeLorean that keeps... Oh, yeah. You know, some of the panels in the back of the car are actually made out of wood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think the company that bought DMC uh, is down in um, down in Spring, Texas, which is Houston, where, where yeah, I'm from. Yeah, uh, hum, hum, Hubble, Hubble, Humble, yeah, uh, Humble, yeah. Texas, Humble, Texas. Yeah, yeah and so they bought all of the the excess parts and the tooling and everything. Yeah. So, uh, well, the story goes, um, when Delorean went into receivership in 1982, 83, mm -hmm. um, there was a um, guy that owned a company in Columbus, Ohio called Consolidated Industries. Okay. He bought all the remaining stock, remaining cars. Keep going. You're good. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure we were still going. And um, um, he was the parent company of Big Lots. Oh, wow. And he took all the remaining inventory and was selling the cars off in Columbus, Ohio. I actually... Went there when I was a kid. I was probably eleven or twelve years old, and saw all the DeLoreans in fenced, just sitting there, fenced in, and you know, just sitting there waiting to be sold. And um, but but he bought all the inventory, and then he ended up selling the inventory, 
to uh, Stephen Wynn, who is who runs DeLorean Motor Company of Texas, unrelated to the original DeLorean Cars Limited that originally built the car. Okay, all right. <laughs> Two totally separate companies, totally unrelated. Okay. Because a lot of times people think it's the same company. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. If I remember correctly, they just bought everything and decided they were just gonna. They could build cars. Yeah, but they, under their name and not the actual DeLorean. Yeah, they they bought the rights to the name and they they bought they bought the rights to all the um, parts and um, they, I mean honestly they have ninety percent of the parts available. Um, pretty much everything is available. This was actually built by a company in Ohio, um, and um, that I've done beautifully a, done. Oh, he did a beautiful job on it. How many um, frames has he done? Is this kind of like what he does, or he just? Decided he was going to do a stainless. Frame no, for no, he's done. He's done a bunch okay. of these. He's, he's. I would guess he's probably built thirty or forty of them at wow. least. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, they're all built by hand. Um, it looked, yeah, it's a gorgeous piece. Yeah, it really is, and um, I was going to use it, but then there's other things that I need to attend to. So if, if if I can sell it and somebody wants a stainless frame. Um, How many stainless frame cars do you think are out there right now? Um, at least forty. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how many he's actually sold. I know there. I mean, it, 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 there is a lot of work involved. Um, but when it's all done, it's beautiful. You know, and oh, you'll yeah, never, you'll sure. never have to worry about anything on the underbody of the car ever again. Right. Ever again. Yeah. You know, and along with the stainless frame, I bought the stainless, uh, the coolant lines. Because oh, uh, yeah, the coolant lines run under the car, okay. So all the coolant lines are there, and then I got the coilover coil suspension. Wow. And um, um, the um, so if someone has a rotted out DeLorean frame. And needs a DeLorean frame. And they need a and they need a frame and uh, some upgrades to the DeLorean. What a weird car, huh? What a weird story with that guy. Oh, absolutely. I, it's but, like it's, but, it's almost it, like a taboo car to own. <laughs> but it screams 1980s. It does. It does. And, and, and you know, the one thing I'll say about the DeLorean, and I don't even bring in Back to the Future or anything, because mm -hmm. you know, it's going to Back to the Future is kind of tied into it. It well, is. Well, that's what kind of made it famous. Yeah, and then so you know? so is the drug scandal. You know, right. Because every time you have a DeLorean, somebody's going, somebody's always going to come oh, up to you. Where do you yeah. where do you hide the cocaine at? You know, <laughs> you know, you know, is John DeLorean still in jail? I mean, you get you get all these references and. You know, it, it is. It's, it's, it's just a, part of the history of the car. Yes, uh, it is. The one thing I'll say about Back to the Future, and I love the movies too, you know, and I remember, you know, I always loved the DeLorean from when they first came out. But when you watch that, when when you're 12 years old, 13 years old, watching that that, oh, that original that one, that was hot, man. When they backed out that DeLorean out of mm -hmm. the milk truck, you're like, oh, I want a DeLorean. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it had, I can't drive, but I want a DeLorean. It wasn't the first car with the gold wings, but it was one of the better car looking cars with gold wings. Well, and it was accessible. It wasn't yes. a Mercedes going. Correct. You know, and that's why he put the going doors on there. He want, he was a fan of the right. the going Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that, and not only he went with the bare stainless on the outside of the car. Didn't paint them. Nope. I mean, the car I have now was actually painted at one time. Um, yeah, I, I, I've seen some people paint those cars, and I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of. I actually, I'm back and forth with it because I, I, I've seen a couple black ones. I'm like, I just again, hot. again, it goes back to the history. Mm -hmm. I just like, like originality. Like original cars, yeah. And I actually, when I got the car, the bumpers were still painted. It was the car was red at one time, and oh, wow. I had the bumpers painted back to original. So wow, wow. 
Yeah, I mean, it, like or I said, as close to original as we could come up. Yeah, with. Yeah, it's such a it's an odd car. I, I've thought about it multiple times of, of purchasing one mm -hmm. and going. Okay, Let's, I'm going to hold on to this for like a year just to say I, I own a DeLorean at this point. Well, and I think no. it would be fun, you know, for people, uh, you know, especially some of my family and some of my friends who are really into cars and stuff like that. I think they would be uh, real excited to, to ride in. Oh right, <laughs> you know, because I'm sure the experience is oh, it's awesome. People are just looking at you constantly. I'm sure th that's exactly it. I, I tell people when you own a DeLorean, it's literally like you're you're driving a movie star. Yeah, yeah, you I, are. Yeah, that's that's actually a great way of putting it right there. Oh yeah, that thing's gorgeous. Yeah, and, he, and you don't have that one any longer. Right? No, this is the one I have. Oh, right the now. one you have. Okay. This is the one I have right now. It's getting the interior, but he just finished painting the bumpers. And oh then, okay. And then I, I oh, I might have to come back for that DeLorean then. Yeah, this is this is that Montana. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Stupid phone. Uh, that's all right. Ads. One more. Sorry, right, don't worry about it. There we go. That's that GTI I was telling you about. Too. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful green color. Yeah. There's oh yeah, that's that one. Yes, you sent it to me. Yeah. Project. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I'm looking for. Yeah, this um, those era of cars are just so iconic. And I mean, even like um, uh, Leah, who's uh, Jen's, Jen's daughter, she's uh, six years old and knows what a DeLorean is. Right. You know, Cause I it, mean. Cause it's the, that's called good parenting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell her I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, knows so, what yeah, there's what the, Oh, it was. It was red. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Boy, that's hideous. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. That is my plate, though, by the way. Okay. Timeless. Uh, perfect. Yeah. There's a guy around here that runs, uh, he has a DeLorean that's all fitted out like the movie. Mm -hmm. Rick, Rick, him. Rick. Yeah. Yep, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when, uh, you, when, you, when you play with cars that are very limited, you pretty much know everybody. Yeah, you know everybody <laughs> with the same cars. Yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's another guy that I know that's building a, a DeLorean time machine right now. Oh, wow. You know, personally, I wouldn't do it. It's not my thing, but. Just, yeah, I'm with you. I'd rather their own. Drive the I don't want to. I don't want to uh, drill holes into that beautiful stainless body. No, no. Because, uh, you know. Well, the good part about the stainless body is if you get a scratch or something on it, you just run it over with one of those machines. <laughs> exactly. One of those fancy machines they have, and then the scratches go away. So. Exactly. <laughs> well, this was awesome, man. We're, I'm going to have to come back to that DeLorean, I think. Absolutely. I think, this is, uh, I think that, that's going to be next. So I really appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know. You have a great collection, and you yeah, have great good. taste in cars. Getting there, it's getting there. You know, you have great I always taste tell people, it's my, uh, you know, it's my Jay Leno starter kit. Yes, exactly <laughs> right. Well, you know. it's something you can do for the rest of your life. Yeah, well, you know? and, and people always look at me and they're like, oh, I can't believe you have all these cars. I'm like, well, I don't drink, I don't smoke, but I play with cars. There you go. That's perfect. <laughs> Not yeah. married, don't have any kids. These are my kids. That's exactly <laughs> right. See, yeah, you're 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 living. Everybody's gonna listen to this and go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, yeah, the, yeah, I'm not one that goes to the bars. I right. spend, I spend my spend money. your money on the cars, yeah, and yeah. enjoy them. Yeah, that's hey, it, whatever your adrenaline rush is at that point, you know what I mean. That's what it is. So. That's it. I appreciate it, man. Yep. We'll wrap it up. Sounds good. All right. Thank you so much to Brian for being on the podcast and bringing out some amazing cars today. I learned so much. Uh, I told you at the beginning of this whole deal. 
I didn't know a whole lot about German cars. I've been dipping my toe into them. So this was uh, kind of a huge deal for me. And I really enjoyed it. He really showed me uh, you know, some nice things to look for. I hope you learned a few things on there as well. Again, you can get online, www.radridespodcast.com. You can check out the feature on the page. Click on his icon. You can go through and see all the pictures. You can see the write-up and gives you all the specs of some of the cars that were on there. If you missed out on anything, you can always email the podcast, radrides.com at gmail.com. And anything else, just email me. And uh, again, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Next episode, looks like we're going to have an Evo on here. So you Japanese car guys, be on the lookout.